Hey, this is Stevie. It's Hethel. Welcome again to Apologies Now. Today we have a guest, this gentleman. If anyone has his finger on the pulse of Augusta, it's this gentleman, Mr. Joe White. Thank you for being here, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you, too. Tell me about what's going on with you, man. Just been uh, hanging out the house like everyone else, trying to plot and plan Gen 2 of my life. No kidding. Along with everyone else. Yeah. You, you think this is going to be that much of a cusp in our lives? You think things are all just going to be different and we got to re, recalibrate? In my field, it's a change, yeah. I, as far as the the rest of life in general, I don't. I, I know as much as anyone else does, but in um, the field that I'm in, certainly everything's going to change, and I enjoy change, so this is a good time for me to... Uh, be doing all I can to help people change and, and see the future. Right on. Well, I know that you, your background, if you tell, tell everyone a little bit about yourself, I know that you were with Beasley for a while. You're a marketing guru. Um, so I started uh, with the Metro Spirit. The Metro Spirit started in 1989, and I was hired in 1993 as a salesperson, promoted seven months later as sales manager, and then just stayed there for the next 15 years as sales manager. Um, maybe it was a little bit shorter length of time than that, but ultimately um, the gentleman that for- started it sold it to a company out of Charlottesville, Virginia, and they promoted me to publisher at that point. And that was in, I would say, 2005, 2006. Uh-huh. So I went from being the um, sales manager with you know complete control of my sales department, and that's really what... That's what that publication was and is the 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 business itself. It's a it's a medium to sell advertising. So we were um, so I was running the advertising department and kind of steering all of that. But when I became publisher, that's when it that's when we um, they gave me complete control, which was fun. Right. Moved the paper downtown on Broad Street, right next door to the uh, the Miller Theater. Shared the wall, but the corner bank right there. We moved to that and. Um, Started, you know, Metro Spirit round two, and ultimately I, uh, after a few years, got tired of working for a company that was based in Charlottesville and just, just really got tired of it, just, just all of it, just got tired of it. They had taken all my sales duties away because they were scared of having a guy who runs their paper in Augusta and there in Charlottesville. I had all the contacts with all of the customers. Right. They were all mine. And so they knew if they pissed me off, that's a lot of pull, man. I could ruin them. And right. it had happened there in Charlottesville. They had their sales manager leave, literally walked across the street and opened up a competitor and took <laughs> it and took it to them. So they didn't want that down here. So they took all my accounts away and just basically my salary stayed the same, just sit in the office. You were just well, managing the office. Yeah, I can I was, imagine. No, I wasn't managing. I don't manage no. offices. <laughs> I was sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, Was it on purpose to just piss them off? No, there was nothing to do. Oh, they, wow. uh, okay. a, a publication like that back then, they needed a publisher because there has to be someone to ultimately make the decision. So right. I was just there you know, to ultimately make the decisions, but... You, you, you had, had a sales force. You had 25 people in the building, so right. they were all, you know, they're all very accomplished people doing what they had to do. And so I left there and went to work at Beasley Broadcasting, um, which was, for me, a very humbling experience to go from being the guy in charge and having built a career to going to work at Beasley, which had 65 people in the building, and I was just one of 
of many, and no one cared. What did you do? What did you do there? I was the sales manager of 95 Rock, and at the time it was called Drive FM, and they made me the IT director. But basically, I was just one of three sales managers that ran eight radio stations. And uh, so, so forgive me for not knowing, but how, I mean, Beasley's. Easily is the number seven in the country. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Okay. Formed by um, just a a man who started assembling radio stations back in the '60s, and uh, so I was I was there for a number of years and and um, started trying to to buy the Metro Spirit probably a year and a half after I started at Beasley, and it took about two years to to make that happen and. Ultimately, uh, purchased it in March of 2011. But it was cool working at Beasley because they were all, you know, they knew what I was doing. So they supported me, uh, you know, um, in putting together business plans and, and working on that as well as working it there for them at the time. And in that time, I was creating festivals and um, all sorts of stuff. Just, just in that industry you're still doing that though, yeah, right? yeah yeah you're but in the festivals, yeah. in that industry you do a lot of different things so i was you know doing lots of different things and local festivals local festivals yeah you do the banjo barbecue right no i was there when they started it so okay. you know i'm sitting in the room with them as it's being formed and um my daughter jordan did her internship there before the first one had her hand in building a lot of the stuff with shane thompson and the guys at crew who um but like the Mud Bugaboo and Brew, which is still going on, I created that festival for Jim Beck. And the pub crawl that's downtown that they still do, that started out, that was a promotion of mine that I came up with called the 95 Rock and Ramble. And that's <laughs> now morphed into uh, what it is now. Anytime you see a bar crawl downtown, they're using the template that we put together for that. Gotcha. That was huge. And, um, you know, we we did Beer Me Tuesday, which rolled around town, and now there's an outfit called Beer Me Augusta that sort of morphed from that. So just a lot of a lot of things. I've been on the board with the Arts Council for a, a minute, helping out with Arts in the Heart, and there's just not really any event that I haven't been a part of. The funny thing is you don't even drink. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I quit drinking, I guess, six, seven years ago, and um, let me see. I quit. My first beer festival was months thereafter. Right, isn't that, isn't that weird? That's funny to me. Not, not to me. It's not. I don't know why that's not strange, but it is. <laughs> to me, it's um, you know, you can just because I drink too much doesn't mean that that Everybody everyone does. does. Right. right. So you know, right. I'm not against alcohol at all. Right. I'm just against me drinking alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> you know the deal. Yeah. <laughs> so is uh, well, so you've got a great vantage point in the way Augusta's matured over the last few years i've been here since 2000 it's drastically changed compared to when i was first here do you, do you remember do you remember when downtown was nothing were you here then uh i came here uh when there was a place called uh i mean aside from soul bar and and you know what was down there i guess the pizza joint pizza was joint. down there but there's a place called time pieces for like a year oh my god oh, i got a fight out in front of that place i yeah. have some pictures <laughs> of the front of time pieces <laughs> You know, I Steve, just, you don't you don't have to even say that, buddy. <laughs> Everybody knows it's a bar. It's downtown. Stevie Demint got in a fight here. <laughs> so timepieces was um, the person that owned timepieces. They actually owned Oxygen at Surrey Center. Okay, you talking about Ryan Yep, they, they own timepieces. Yep. 
<laughs> him, him and his younger brother. I didn't know that. Yes, okay, they sure did. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to Rich. Okay, I didn't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> they sure did. You know these people. I do. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, and, funny. Uh, okay. Well, I uh, gave him a, a lot of money. Um, uh, the Ianacones. Okay. Uh, oh, Amy, okay. Amy, yeah, Rich and Amy. Ianacones. Rich works Rich. in the burn. I know Rich. Oh, I don't understand. Yeah, I know, I know yeah. Rich. Mm-hmm. He's a good dude. Uh, do you see Augusta uh, getting more? It's growing, obviously. We don't have to talk about the fact that it's growing and all that, but do you see larger culture coming to the area? Are, are, are interests changing for the public? Do you, do you see people looking for... Uh, more than places to go do trivia on weeknights. When I first came here, that's it was a trivia night every day of the week, somewhere different. And I, I think that no, I I'm, no, <laughs> no, I do not. I, I, I see. You don't even think with the cyber center, we're about to have an influx of people, don't you think? You don't think the cultural change with that? Mm. No, not until they get not, not until they get themselves involved in local politics because gotcha. it's an insular town. It's a uh, you know downtown Augusta, for instance. Um, so when I started the Spirit '93, that is right when they first started with downtown. So Nacho Mama's Soul Bar, Pizza Joint, and so I was fascinated by downtown and um, know all of them and. You know, I was there along the way with them um, as they were growing, and I ultimately opened up a bar downtown with a couple of friends of mine called The Mission, which is where Social Garden City Social is now. It was a really big live music venue, but, um, you know, been a long slog down there. You have the same players down there. The ones that uh, started are still down there. They've gone from being in their early 20s going down there to open up places because the rent was dirt cheap and right. they um, just held on by their fingernails. No one made any money for the longest length of time. And there are many, many people that opened and closed businesses on Broad Street right. that I still see today sure. um, that did their best. Lots of great restaurants opened and closed on Broad Street before it became what it is now. You know that, don't you? Ain't that the truth, yeah. yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> now the ones who um, started back in the day are wealthy. Right. Those little storefronts on Broad Street have made a number of now 50-year-old people, they're, they're wealthy right. from these businesses. And, you know, I'm so happy for all of them. And they pioneered it, so they deserve it. And um, But since then, you've had a lot of people come in, especially in the past five years, that are... Um, because of the wave of money that dumped into Augusta. Right. And so with COVID, um, what unfortunately uh, is happening, it's already begun happening, um, but I was talking to Kenny Morrison that owns Whiskey with his brother Bobby. Yeah, and JJ. So we were, um, we were just talking about the state of downtown, and part of what, um, what he mentioned was the small... The small shops that are so difficult to open, so difficult to maintain, and now there were some. Uh, American Journeyman was a retail store that opened up in the former wig shop. Uh-huh. Um, they announced they were closing a few weeks ago. Um, that's the first one. Now you're going to have a number of different ones of that ilk that close. Right. Simply, they, they're, they're not going to be able to maintain. And that's sad. That That's it very is. sad. And Kenny, what he was saying is, you know, when you come to our restaurant, 
So Kenny said he loves Tybee. His brother Bobby loves Charleston. So they go to Tybee and Charleston all the time. Or Savannah, not Tybee. Okay. And so when you, you know how it is. When you go to Charleston, you get a hotel room in downtown. Right. And you go it's out. Awesome. You go, it's awesome. You go out You go out and shop. You, 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 you The stores they have there are phenomenal. Yep. The I mean, great. They have the high-end, amazing stores. So you literally just go to Charleston for the weekend, eat, shop, have a great time. And so in Savannah's the same way. Yep. And he was saying how much he enjoys that. And that's what these... That's what these little gifty things did is they fill in the blanks and they enhance the restaurants. They enhance right. it all. And so he made an example, which actually is exactly what happened to us. Rachel and I went down there to whiskey a couple of weeks ago prior to the prior to this and got on the wait, wandered down the street, found a, a candle store that's there where you make your own candles. I was like, I've never seen this before. God, wandered in awesome. mm-hmm. yeah. and went back the next day and made you a can? candle. You've yeah, been, yeah, I haven't been there. Yeah, it's okay. fun. It's a good mm-hmm. thing. Is it still there? It is. I hope it is. Um, but so that creates the, there's your, that's what downtown's been missing and needing for so long. And I'm afraid what's going to happen to those. Right. And, and once those close, they will be yet another era of almost down there. Right. And it's still Damn. in the almost down there Damn. there's going to be the big money that comes and there's still going to be development um but there's going to be a large shakeout yeah sure well, you know money is made when there's blood in the water and there's a lot of blood in the water right now for sure um is uh is it richmond county's government structure i mean is that what's kind of you know you say it's been it almost has happened there's such turmoil backbiting yeah is it is that the there's no support from the city of augusta for downtown augusta so that's a huge difference in other cities so if you look at say green uh greenville south carolina which comes up um, all the time we get compared to greenville so if you look in our archives i sent a writer to greenville for a couple of days a few years ago because i was sick of hearing about greenville 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 i sent him there to to say okay well what is Greenville and why are they successful and sure, we aren't? Sure. And uh, came back and did an article. If you Google Metro Spirit Greenville, it's a great piece that Brian, uh, no, I'm sorry, Eric Johnson wrote that. And it's a, it's a really great piece. But what we discovered was they have a very well-educated, progressive city commission. Huh. That's our problem. We don't. Are they locals to Greenville? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Yes, but they all have advanced degrees and they all have business backgrounds. And so Richmond County Commission... Does not well. They're, they're typically dicks. They're they're typically <laughs> retired, um, but the the trifecta would be a retired military person who is now a priest or preacher. Okay. Then you're then you're really on board. So there aren't any entrepreneurs on that commission. <laughs> people that are business people, and so the District One Commissioner Bill Fenoy who just came out yesterday. He's actually bought a house in District Eight, which is Brandon Garrett's district, and filed homestead exemption and lives there and he represents district one, you know, that guy is um, the poorest excuse for a city commissioner you could find. He's over downtown. Thanks. So absentee. Well, not only that, but like when they were talking about, you know, building the James Brown arena, he was advocating as hard as anyone anywhere to move it to Regency mall. Yet it was in his district. It was, he was going against all of his constituents. So, you know, the, the, Typically, I would just say in a, in, an, in a different city, 
the commission would focus on downtown Augusta. Right. And they would be proactive. You won't find a single business owner downtown. 99% of them don't know who their commissioner is because he's never never walked the streets or met anyone. He doesn't know anything about downtown. But uh, it's all a bunch of lip service. Is there a is there a purposeful vested interest in another project or something like that? What what stops that from happening when you've got a downtown that's right on the river that has so much potential? Why wouldn't a city government want to develop that? Not only from an economic standpoint, but just from a social standpoint. For it's a social thing. It's the it's the racial uh, based politics of Richmond County working against them. Okay, um, because they are so distracted by you know the the battles that they fight from 1965 and instead of the present day. So you've got a lot of, um, you have some forward thinking people in politics down there, but um, it's just, it's dysfunctional the way that the consolidated bill set up the government. It's just a dysfunctional system of government. So you have a weak mayor and then you have a set of commissioners who micromanage department heads and get involved. Whereas Columbia County has, um, you know, just a handful of commissioners, and it's an executive system of government where they, they, they don't run the city, that they don't run the county, they hire people to run the county, and they manage the people that they've hired to run the county. There's a very strong county administrator in Columbia County. Interesting. And in Richmond County, that, that, the, the administrator is just, you know, a dog toy just mm -hmm. to be played with by the commissioners and pushed around and, until they ultimately, you know, resign or get fired with a big golden parachute and then the beat goes on. So, you know, it's a, there's been a number of people that have run for office. There's currently elections going on now to replace Fenoy and a number of others, but you know, you don't see the candidate that you want to see. Right. Who wants to sit down there for a city? Would uh, you, would you want to be there? Would you want to run it? Um, no. Okay. No, no, no. That was no. a slow no, man. I, I think well, you should, no, I think I you just, should consider there's yes. Thought in that. There's, there's a, <laughs> I think you're thinking yes. There's a, different, there's a difference in being a politician and being someone who is um, elected to office. And politician is like salesman. It's a, it's a derogatory term to a lot of people. Uh, agreed. I mean, I, I feel like the best people in politics are the ones that don't necessarily want to be there to do politics. Well, the thing is, you know? to be a, a politician is an honorable, honorable profession. Absolutely. A salesman is an honorable profession. Just because you have shitty, shitty, shitty politicians and salesmen doesn't paint the whole profession as sure. bad. So the politicians that we have do not understand politics. They do not practice the fine art of politics. They don't find out... What does this part, what motivates this, my fellow commissioner? What can I do to, what can I slide his way so he can slide something my way? They don't operate that way. They do not understand how politics work. They don't care about politics. They're all there to make their constituents within their districts proud of them, whatever the case may be. But so it's just, a, um, it's, there's a number of factors that make downtown Augusta the, 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 um, it's all on the backs of business people to make downtown Augusta happen. Mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. So then, uh, and we can we can uh, go into a different direction with this conversation if if either sure. one of y'all want. Yeah, yeah. But but then comparing that to what I think I see going on, I don't get out much. First of all, I mean between you know what I mean I just kind of stick to myself. But Evans, you work all the time. Uh, well, I don't want to be with my family. You know what I mean yeah. I just don't like being in public much and all that. But uh, Evan seems to be doing good, I think. I mean, just, you know, going 
and looking at what they're doing at that Evanstown Center, it looks like things are moving along. I'm really excited about the, the one time, the biggest thing that I've been excited about living here is that performing arts center that they're building out there. That's really cool. Like I keep daydreaming about these cool things that'll hopefully come there. And, you know, I'd love to even, I was daydreaming about promoting something, you know, something that, you know, down the road. Yeah. We would like to actually see to open people's eyes to hear some kind of new music or see some new art or something like that. And I hope somebody smarter than me is already coming up with those ideas over there as that place gets finished. Well, that's a, that's a very good segue because you need to, uh, Prepare to wait a very long time for all of your dreams to come true. <laughs> because that's is the that last an honest, thing. Is that an honest statement? That's no, the last that. thing that is going to, to come back. And, um, you know, I was on a Zoom call two days ago with the management of the James Brown Arena, the, the Augusta Entertainment Complex. And um, they're moving forward with plans to build a new entertainment complex down there. And um, But the reality is... If you were to bulldoze and scrape the James Brown Arena and Bell Auditorium off the face of the earth right now, no one would know, no one would miss it. It's going to be a very long time before that comes back and you've got the Imperial, the Miller, the Bell, the James Brown Arena, the the Performing Arts Center that you're speaking of, the Lady A Amphitheater, the, you know, the list goes on and on, and... Um, it's going to be a very long time before you see people in those buildings. You're saying because of what's going on yes. right now. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm saying just from a from a society cultural standpoint, do you think some of that interest is here? You know, what I mean, do you think we'll get some interesting art? Music? You'll get Columbia County style art in the Performing Arts Center. Okay. It's a very conservative county. Yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to keep that in duck, mind. You ducks, have to keep I mean, that duck in art. mind. Duck art. <laughs> Those are such nice paintings of ducks. I mean, it's um, Duck, Donald Duck. Is that what it is? So you've got, um, you have a liberal county in Richmond County, and they do events very well. They, they, the Augusta National has taught Richmond County how to do events, mm-hmm. how to put on things. Look at Arts in the Heart. That's a big thing that's put on. Um, but it's it's a liberal county. You have Columbia County. There's not a single solitary public piece of art in Columbia County. Public art does not even cross their minds when they're spending all the taxpayer dollars on all the things they spend taxpayer dollars on, and that is going to um, affect the shows that are going to be the coming there. Want to see that? Yeah, sure. You know, it's going to be um, well. You just look at the 100,000 people that live within five miles of the Lady A, look at those people, and that's what they're going to be catering to. Mm-hmm. And it's a... That's us, by the way. Safe. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be safe, I feel. And, okay. you know, it, it's... it's Safe's fine if it's intriguing and good. Yeah, that's I true. Mean, you know what I mean? True. I mean? I'm not... Uh, but just you have to think now, you don't... You, you, conservative counties and liberal counties, there's a big difference in the entertainment value that you're going to get in those. Sure. So you just have to take that into account. Right. You know, it's, right, just, right. It, it's just, it's ingrained in it. At, at conservative Republicans are typically old white guys. Right. Old white guys don't necessarily make the best decisions on entertainment. Music. Yes. You know, and all jokes aside, I'm, I'm, my daydreaming consists of like jazz trios and that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, really, you know what I mean? So, uh, that's a maybe, you know, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's uh, a maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, I'll take a maybe. Yeah. Make me happy. Yeah. Okay. Lie to me. It's fine. Okay. Well, yeah. Then, right. then look, I'm looking forward to the Pink, slew Pink Floyd, of jazz trio. Um, <laughs> Pink Floyd is coming back specifically to play. <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> So, uh, I'll talk to Klaus and see if we can get uh, Kid Rock back. You know? that's, just a, that's just a great image of the jazz trio at the Performing Arts Center right. for you and your 17 friends that enjoy jazz trios. He's got 17, 17, he has 17 friends. I think I can meet 17 people. <laughs> you and me. That's about it. We'll um, talk you into coming, Joe. No, no, I really uh, I, I, I remain hopeful that things continue to improve here i mean you know it's a beautiful setting right there and you know they're it's it's going to morph from what the plans were originally when they first laid them out everything's going to change because if you look at what they had planned with maybaum they were going to be building it was all based on um office space right office space well there's plenty there now right there's plenty of office space there now but you cannot create a downtown what downtown do you go to that you're like oh hell yeah Look, there's an insurance office. Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> Look over there. There's okay, a, give me some good insurance. So <laughs> the whole concept of building a downtown uh, around a lot of um, high-end office space is ludicrous. That's not going to be a downtown. That's, that's another issue with being in a conservative county. Have you been to other places in the country similar to here? Augusta, any, man. Augusta no. is so Augusta. No, you don't. You, you don't. You can't. They don't exist. I think that the Augusta National has, uh, for better or for worse, ruined Augusta. Okay. You, you would know? think that would attract attract business. No, no, no. It's the mindset of Augusta. Oh, okay. Having Augusta National here has, um, it flows through everything that happens here because everyone is, it's just, it's a mindset. That's why no one pays to park. That's why no one wants to pay a cover charge. That's why no one wants to do this that's why they give restaurants one try and that's it it's just a fickle 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 but used to the very best of the very best of the very best with augusta national so you know if that's what we're known for and that's what these people that grew up here experience experienced yeah. man that's a high high bar right and you ain't shitting it's a high bar and you know a large part of the mindset of augusta is Due to the fact that we have Augusta National. Wow, here. that's an interesting that's perspective, scary. isn't it? Absolutely. Well, I mean, and that also that also makes it difficult for um, new thoughts, new music, new art to, to survive. Just because if you are expecting perfection, that's not what exciting. I wish there'd be some younger people is, would hurry you know. up and get involved in doing these types of things, but there haven't been any for decades. There seems like there's more young people here than when they, maybe I'm just getting older and everybody looks younger. There's a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. It seems like there's more young people. The alternative <laughs> sucks. Let me explain how that works. So <laughs> as you get older, more people are born and then you will notice them at the mall. And you'll see less older people. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but no, there's not the there aren't the younger people doing the things that need to be done to uh, like you have to be able to work the system. Sure. Social media and hashtags do not create a f business structure or a way of doing things. You have to have that personal connection. You have to know how to get through to people. You have to know who folks are. You have to network. You have to and for some strange reason, the generation that are in their, you know, late twenties, thirties, whatever, they feel like steamrolling over 
the power structure in place. We don't need it. That's, that's them. We're us. We're going to do this without them. And it trips them up every time. It's just a very unwise way of going about doing things. So uh, the youngsters that are running, I say youngsters, the people that are in their <laughs> early 30s that are running for office and that type of thing, uh, they're not using experienced political hands. They're, they're not um, paying attention to how things are done in the past because they're like, eh, that's the way they did it. We're going to do it this way. And they wind up not getting elected. Do you think that's any different than past generations? Very much different. Oh, yeah, it is very so? much different. When I was coming up, my goal in life wasn't to unseat the old guy. Okay. I didn't give a shit. Right. I was going to make for me. Right. Get out of my way. I'm making for me. But my You're goal, still that way. Yeah, but my goal was not um, to supplant the power structure in place and mock them as oh, being old and saying. out of touch. I got okay. So and so this generation... You're saying they're being antagonistic. This generation okay. does not want to engage or have anything to do with the way things were done before all this has to do with the internet and social media if it wasn't for that they'd be a generation just like us there's no difference that's the difference so it's not like we've all of a sudden there's been this this shift in the way we we are it just happens to be the technology that came around and all of a sudden they own that technology well that technology is only good as a tool or an instrument you still have human beings in place that actually run shit. Right. right. And they don't know the people that run shit. They right. think they can do an end around and wind up where they are. But I'm telling you, you can't. Uh-huh. There aren't any shortcuts. I wonder if we live in an age of uh, replacing items. You know what I mean? You don't fix things. You just replace them. And you wonder how much that pervades the way they think. The microwave yeah. generation. You know what I'm saying? I want it now. Yeah. So Interesting. Um, yeah, it's, that's cool. It it, re- it really is kind of neat. Um, yeah. I, uh, I I wonder if you your I wonder if your observation specific to Augusta. I feel like you know everywhere else in the country, the same aged people. I don't know if you would have such a vacuum yeah. of there. You know, look at the arbiter of cool of downtown is Coco, right? And he's been the arbiter of cool downtown for thirty years. There hasn't been anyone that's come along since him. Right. That's not good when, you know, everyone loves Coco. Yeah. But when the hippest dude you got <laughs> is a gray beard right. and we're in a city with a half million people. Okay. What, what happened? Doing, yeah. What happened to the pipeline when all those guys came up? Mike Sheppis, Barry Blackston, Matt Flynn, Coco, right. Kenny Morrison, Bobby, Bobby. Morrison. The list goes on. That group of very cool, very, very cool, hip, smart, progressive people came along in their early 20s. You know, they created all of this. Right. Where's that second wave, third wave? There aren't, they're, they're not there. I don't know why it is. I don't understand. Well, that's, I guess, is a culture issue. Or did these guys suck so much oxygen out of the room there was no space? I don't believe that, but that know. could be the, pl- I mean, I don't know. But well, they're, they're, they're so when they get to where, okay, it's time for me to retire. What's going to happen? Where's our next? Who is it? Is the outlook that it's not worth doing? I'm asking the question. I'm, not, know. I'm not, you know what I mean? Is the outlook that it's not yeah. worth doing and the folks that were in early? Maybe they don't have the interest. Maybe it was done and the need isn't there any longer and they don't have interest in it. I really hey, don't man, understand. Running a restaurant's a bitch. You yeah, know that. I mean, having a bar is a bitch. You know for that. Sure. So sure. it's not for everyone, but I think we're talking more about the entertainment aspect. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that, that's, that's going to attract these people that, that 
could make change. So is it that people are actually leaving when they get to a certain age and there is not enough new talent in town sticking around? There's plenty of smart people in this town. There's plenty of, there's plenty of it all here. It's the motivation and um, just maybe that's not, I, I really don't know the answer to it, but right. I do know we don't, we, we have no shortage of smart people. Um, Thanks, Joe. I didn't mean in this room, but oh, I mean oh. in general. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have, you know, so I don't know if, it, if, if that's the case, but um, like right now, there's no leader downtown. That's what I was talking to Kenny about. Leader in terms of? Um, okay. There's got to be a go-to. Someone has to speak up. There has to be a leader in every situation. You're, you're talking about just culturally? Businesses. For, for, okay, got Businesses it. up and down Broad Street advocating for what do we need to do to for come sure. back on. Absolutely. I always kind of figured Sheppis was that guy. Sheppis is one of the least of those guys. Really? He's the most shy person. Oh, I, I realize that, but I think that he, he when you say shy, to me, a person with, that uses few words, they people listen to him. No, Sheppis is just not, he's not... Um, you don't hear him coming up in the conversations down there because he does his own thing. Right. He's not really a part, but so and he got the, the ball rolling down. There. He sure did. Yeah. And he's done, he's moved on. Right. And but, done great things. But it is surprising that there isn't a coalition. There should be people right now. There should be people all over yeah. people getting together, <clears throat> figuring out, making noise, advocating, okay, here's what we're going to need, but there aren't any leaders. No one is grabbing the baton of the people that are downtown looking around and going, okay, here's what, here's what we can expect to happen. Here's what we're going to need. Here's what we should all be thinking about and doing. Someone should be coming up with ideas to start bringing people downtown once this passes. Right. You know, things like that. It's just, um, there's a leadership void right now all over the CSRA. There's not many people that are taking a, a leadership role in trying to put us back on a path of prosperity that, that are, you know, local Augustans that are, you know, that have a vested interest. Well, it's a scary time right now, there's no doubt. And there has been a partial opening. So, I mean, I'm assuming some of the places downtown are open now, or, mm -hmm. you know. The people but the restaurants, are, the, the restaurants are really, really struggling. I hear uh, it's a third of normal volume. I mean, you can't keep a business open. They were, uh, a number of restaurateurs have told me, Everyone of said the exact same thing. We did not design this restaurant or this bar to run at 50%, right? to run at 60%, to run at 70%. If we're running at 70%, we're broken closed. Right. That's right. And so this, you know, reopening and drive through and take out, carry out all that, that's simply giving them something to do to keep their brand out there and to just have something to do. But they know, you know, off the record, they're, you know, that's not the answer. And, and if this continues much longer, I don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But they right. certainly, um, there's going to be a lot of changes soon. I hope uh, we can do more of this, and I hope that you've got... We'd love to have you back. Anytime. I hope there's more news. Next time, yeah. lie to me more. <laughs> You're ridiculously good looking. <laughs> you must work out. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll keep recording for a little We appreciate longer. everyone listening to us. Uh, make sure and sign up with us on apologiesnow.com. Or the Apple podcast app. Yep. And um, thank you, Joe. Thank you. Visit uh, metrospirit.com. I'm going to put all that in the show notes as well. But uh, I love going to it, by the way. Thank you. All right. Next time. Later, folks.